right, welcome back here to Calling Audible. Daddy. Your hair looks good. Thank you. No, hey, well, awkwardly tell us what your hair. Getting a haircut in three weeks. Let it also, grow. awkwardly tell us who, who are, you are you. Hi, I'm Okan. Looking forward to this episode. Co-host of this podcast. Salut. Simon. <laughs> Equals too happy with this. Uh, I write the Division 4 articles. I play in Division 3. So if you might have seen me on the field already or will in the near future... I'm Peace, and I'm an exceptional cuddler. It's true. All right. I'm okay, Eagle. So I'm the idiot who came up with the introduction. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So because our website's down, is it back up yet or no? This podcast is really going nowhere. All the way. All the way up. All the way down. All the way. That's it. That's all I have it's a good thing we're not streaming off our website. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> It'll be the best podcast Div of all time. Three has a very heavy influence of. It's coming up. It's coming up. Is it? Is it? For like a minute. Can you lower Ironically the volume of the music? How long please? we have for the music? So. Can you lower the volume of the music? Please? You have a switch I on your headset. I can't hear set. myself think. Yeah. But no, I don't have any thoughts. But they, then they can't hear us over the music either. So even if I lower my headset, they can. It's just that you need to lower your B level. We've talked about this. We have not. No, it doesn't work, dude. Oh, that's not my headset. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my headset. My headset is... Oh, no, you screwed up my headset now. <laughs> This is the quality entertainment our viewers yeah. expect. Well, we're waiting for the website. Is, it up, for, or not? is it up yet or no? Sure not, Eagle. All right, oh. We're good. We're good. We're good. You're lying. You're lying. Lying. I swear to God, I'm looking at it right now. It's still slow, but it's there. You know what's slower than that? Things we can't say on radio. That was about to say you on the. Uh, unfortunately, it's still loading up here. Okay, so div three. Yes. Uh, we have teams like the Blue Chips Commission, uh, Tats. All teams have moved up. A lot of teams have moved up. A lot of teams moved up here. Uh, is this one of those unpredictable divisions this, like where we don't really have a true definite favorite to say, hey, I think they're going to be the favorites to win this from start to finish? I believe so. I Looking across the division, uh, there's so many teams that moved up that are now like sort of unknown quantities that we don't know if they're going to be good from moving up from the four. There's a lot of teams returning with a sort of new Division three roster because their old roster doesn't fit anymore. Uh, a lot of franchise division three teams that are just hanging around. Yeah, hanging around. We believe they'll be good, but we don't know. I saw uh, the battle of top sauce against the Brotherhood this week. It looked horrible. By battle, you mean the boredom? 14 12. Yeah. That was a bad game. Score. I it watched was that. I formation. Both, both defenses played great. Talk both, about the I formation. Both. Oh, yes. The Brotherhood ran a. Somewhat of an eye formation a few times with Quazy in the backfield, Quazy going on the backfield with TOJ, where they would just like wait for the handoff as long as they could, see where the rusher would go. So and like then a draw, like a draw play. Yeah, but it worked. Like Quazy had like fifty yards on five rushes. Every time he would take the ball, they would run for at least seven or eight yards. I I, I don't get it. I don't know how that works, but it worked, and I hope I see it again because I make fun of him every week, and now they're proving me wrong. Well, poor you. You get to play these guys again, huh? Yeah, I know. It's a reality check for me every season when I play the Brotherhood. I realize I'm not very good at football every time, every, once a year. Is it like uh, a comparable to a college football example I'll give you is? Notre Dame playing Clemson? No, like Alabama rolling through Tennessee. 
Like, yeah, I mean, it's a very that's what similar. it is. Like you, the Tennessee, the yeah, we're Alabama. not Alabama. <laughs> no, you're far from being Alabama. <laughs> no, but it was a it was a weird game for for both teams. Both offenses look very rusty. It's mostly the quarterbacks, to be honest with you. Vince Nardone looked awful. So it's the thing with Vince Nardone is is if things go, he's he's a fair weather quarterback. If things are going well, it's great. If well, there was a lot of things here. So Khalil Kerr was rushing, and he was in Vince Nardone's face. Had a safety, no? Every, he had a safety. Uh, five he, I think passes defended. He had five PDs. Vince thinks he had like a hundred. He was all up in his face every play, and he was forcing bad throws or awkward throws or stuff like that. And the ones that Vince was able to get away simply didn't get the distance. Like they would go at his receiver's feet or bad throw balls. Or he was just not able to do what he wanted with his offense. But then, isn't it on him to adapt his offense? In that, in that circumstance. Yeah, they tried to go with like a hurry-up offense, but the plays didn't change. So it, it, he wasn't creating space for himself with faster plays. And I think it's something that, looking back, he's going to think about. But in the, like, in the moment, he was, it's not something that he was thinking about like on the spot. I thought he was hitching a lot, though, in his throws. Like, he just was hesitating for that fall-through. He, and just waited he was afraid of second. people jumping his patterns and getting yeah. accepted. And uh, Brotherhood offense also looked at a little bit shaky. Uh, they were missing a few guys. Saad uh, Majid wasn't there. Yeah, Jamalkins wasn't playing also. Theo Jay's running was kept in check, though. He didn't want to run. Okay. The one run that he did, he actually... Ran out of bounds. Ran out of bounds, stepped out. And I looked at him, he's like, you're killing your average. He's like, I don't care. He actually didn't want to get a yard, but he sort of crossed the line, so he had to. Mm-hmm. But uh, he didn't want to... He wasn't looking to run. He wasn't looking... He was actually looking to just play as a pocket passer and distribute the ball to all those guys um you used everybody well but they were just not as efficient as we've known brotherhood to be all right so peas when we look at this conference a in division three the teams i'll list you (laughs) studs cougars brotherhood are they the favorites or do you want to put trinity and Martin and Le Flag in that conversation has been the five fa- five favorites in this side of the conference. I like Trinity. I have, I have for a long time. I like them since they're in Division Six. They're a team that's improved every time, every uh, season along the way. Um, but I do, I, I, I kind of, I would favor the of the of the teams mentioned. I would favor uh, Le Stud Brotherhood. I want to see more out of them than what we saw Week One. Um, they're, they're trying some new stuff in their defense, so. We have to see if it pans out. It felt like a game they didn't really care about. They'll show up. They'll try new things. They'll experience offensively to try to sort of revolve around a few things. But, but they'll, 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 they'll never put up like 45 points No, but though. it's also not – like they had a slow-paced offense. They didn't want to run 50 plays. But they, but, but so like one thing I've noticed is in the past few seasons, DOJ has learned to slow down the pace of the game and let his defense do the work. And, I mean, he's on the defense too, so it's it's not like he's not ha- helping his own cause. His defense is his best offense, essentially. Yeah. Oh, why did you press on something? I don't know. I ruined your life. They, they looked extremely relaxed, which is a very good look for them. Like uh, it looked, it looked like the sort of team I want to play against, which is kind of fun. But uh, it doesn't mean we're going to win. We're going to get crushed. It's a reality check. But I just, we all know Brotherhood's going to be a contender in Division Three. There's no doubt to that. I think a lot of these moving up teams like Martin and the Flag and Trinity, I'm. I haven't seen enough to say that they're going to be a contender in this division because they haven't played the, the big teams like uh, like the Brotherhood, for instance. When you play a defense like that, are you able to put up 30 points again? Well, I'm surprised by Junkyard Dogs. They got 
dismantled by Trinity with a dominant, like a, a crazy roster that Junker Dogs put out. With yeah, Padrome, yeah. the one player who is uh, how does that team even fit? I, I don't understand. Like, it, it, they're missing guys from their. From they had the John Williams. They had Insley Adams. They had Rob White. They had Kevin Wyatt. They had the Blake Butler, Jordan Rossi, uh, Jason Rossi. They had um, Jordan Rossi, Blake Butler, uh, Blake Butler. They had uh, Pat Jerome, but that offense looked awful. What's his face there? Um, What's his face? Number twenty-four. Uh, R- uh, Rory. Rory, Rory Simmerdan, yeah. right? Someone calls it, him the slow Rory Simmerdan. But, <laughs> but there, there is still Rory the slow. And not to put uh, more fuel to the fire here, but there's definitely a disconnect with Rory Simmerdan and Jason Rossi. Yeah, there, there's because they because Jason Rossi threw a slant and Rory didn't run it at the right distance or right depth, whatever it was, and he chewed him out because it was pick six at that point. And we can go back to the Fall Cup where I remember this because I was scorekeeping one field and they decided to call it with four plays left and Roy like spazzed out completely like upset. Like, why are you calling it four plays left? We could have made it. was over. And anyway, and he was pissed, right? So I don't know if that's going to be a, a simmering feud that can boil over for them this year, but they have a lot of egos. I'm not sure if they have the mindset to be all on the same ship going in one direction. I think, honestly, that's where the presence of Kevin White will help. Because Kevin Wythe is just generally a calming presence. He's not mm-hmm. a guy who really gets on guys. He's, he's a guy who I think can help sort of control the tempers. See, looking at that team from when I, looking at them play, I felt like this would be this was going to be a very very strong defense. They have a very good rusher in Isaiah Adams. Rob White calls a good defense, and he's able to rally guys around him. They have strong corners in Jonathan Williams, who couldn't play because he pulled his hamstring. But John Williams and uh, Rory Simmerson. So th- there's very strong pieces there to play around with. And even you have like Rob White and Kevin Wyatt as your additional slot guys. So it's a very strong defense. But they were allowing guys to just blow past him constantly. And I don't understand how guys like Padrome are getting beat on deep. I don't know if he cared enough, though. It, it looked like he didn't because he was running next to the guy. The ball was in the air, and he wouldn't even put his hand up to try to Yeah, to it looked it. like he was very like, ah, whatever, man. But they were also down by 25 points, and the game was almost over. So there's a little bit of everything, but their offense did not click at all. They were right, trying. So I just also, the thing with Trinity, at this point, we're starting to know them, but because they're not like sort of quote-unquote FPF royalty, we don't often give them their due. No, they they're, they're fairly predictable in offense, though. We know yeah, what but, the first play is going to be. So like the Montreal's finest are predictable in offense. But no. there's different How's weapons, that? though. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is if you focus on execution and you execute well enough, it doesn't matter if you're predictable. But you know what the first play is going to be. Yes. Deep ball, matter. right? That the fourth matter. play, deep ball. The no, sixth play, deep ball. But Trinity had a good... They had a good game on offense. They they were they got a few bounces went their way, and they got away with... Like, there was two balls that were PDs that they ended up catching. Right, so those are like lucky plays that go your way, but defensively, uh, Rossi was overthrowing his receivers, and there was always a Trinity player there to pick it up. They they were just faster than Junker Dogs, and they would get those overthrowns into interceptions, which turned the game around for them. Yeah. So it's it's not so much that they necessarily made huge plays. They made some great jumps on like the the pick six that he was talking about with the slant. That was a great play. But overall, it was more Junker Dogs just not playing up to the competition than Trinity having an amazing game, in my opinion. So in Conference B, we have, um, I think we have one or three solid teams or strong teams. Tats, Blue Chips, Bearskins. Those are the strong teams? 
Well, are Dirty Dogs not conversation? Commission, Jaguars, Big Ballers, our South Harmon Institute of Technology, the shit. Are they in this or no? <laughs> For those who know what that is all about, do you guys know what that's all about? Yeah. A great school, by the way. We both got that question wrong in our other podcast, by the way. Shut up. We both thought it was a real school. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Until. Uh, but th- there aren't many strong teams. I think there's there's really the the top, the royalty, and then everyone else. I think it's going to come down to like, we need a little bit more time and more info on these teams. I think it's too small of a sample size to say that, for instance, Sweat and Beers are not going to be competitive this season. I think it's too early to say that the Alphatees are going to run away with Conference B. There's some good teams, but we're all speaking of known quantities. I got an unknown quantity for you. What about the crew? See, that's... I rarely get a message from the referee of the game to tell me, yo, you need to see this team. They're incredible. I don't know. Go There's, on. I saw them play. They're all brand new players. No, well, I, I said Emil my thing. Emil Taifair is a really friends. good player for them, former McGill player. But Who? they... Emil Taifair, he... he Look, the commission, with all due respect, is not the same commission as they were. Their quarterback play will not go as far as they well, wish. Don Benevento, Don Benevento is not yet a Division three quarterback. He could be potentially at some point, but it's, it's a tough transition. It's, but it's a weird mix of players, though. We have, we have Donnell Pierre on this roster. It's, right? it, I think it's just a, the whole grab whatever free agent, talented enough to play in Division three, you get to form a team. That's The commission were successful in times where you had – strong core together of like Sean Avram, Jordan Lillard. They were bringing in like uh, teams and they would just tack on an extra free agent. But now it's looking like a mashup of free agents instead of a core adding one or two. Are teams. they going to have a difficult time in three? Yes. Yeah, I think I think Dom Benevento is going to need to do some learning before he can have a successful but season. At do some level. learning, but he also doesn't have the right <laughs> guys around him to be successful in Division Three. Like he, he He's not a... A guy you put in the quarterback with a very strong offense that's already like a well-oiled machine. But how concerned should Brent Tabakin be? Like, is there like a eject button to say, look, if this, if this doesn't work in weeks two, weeks three, and we're zero three and we're in a deep hole, does he have enough time to find himself a quarterback that's going to be able to turn the fortunes around? I think around? the reason they have Don Benavidez quarterback is because they don't have the answer to your question. They don't have a guy lined up. So this is going to be like a one and nine, two and like a three win, four win team. Unfortunately, I believe that's the case. They have and it sucks because I like I like the guys on the team. They're good dudes, you know. They have a lot of strong players on this team. Individually, they're all great receivers, defenders. I just don't think they're going to be able to do much on offense. And unless they find a quarterback now, like you don't have three weeks of going zero and three and then finding a new guy you just plug in because I don't think there's a lot of these plug inable quarterbacks out there. Do you think their defense can hold teams no. to two scores or less? No, no, they, they got exposed. And they lose every game. They got exposed last week. What about what about the Jaguars? Uh, they've had some really good success in lower divisions, and now they are in a, in a big boy division. I think this is a reach for them personally. Um, I know they got the win first week. Is there a reason they're on Division Four? Uh, that's a good question. I think their their cap number may have, or their individual ratings may have gone up. They don't though. look like like nobody's above like they have one guy above seventy five. Maybe they want to test themselves in a higher division. I'm assuming so because even the quarterback cap is not there. So if if the whole purpose was to test himself in Division Three, good for you guys. Everybody should do that. It's good. I think it's a, like P said, it's a little bit of a reach to start playing Division Three. I think Division Four A would have been a great fit for them. They played against LGM and exposed them a little bit. 
I think LGM is also that sort of team that's going to have a tough time in Division Three. So Blue yeah. Chips, Bearskins, and the West Division, are they the two best teams? Is this going to be a two-horse race with those two teams, or we're going to wait till? No, uh, give me the crew. Give me the new guys. I like I like. Why not? Yeah. But I'm talking about in the division that they're in. For oh, the in, in, yeah. in the subdivision. Yeah, yeah, in subdivision. Bearskins, um, Blue Chips. Well, there's a lot of unknown in the Magicians and Scored Your Girlfriend and Sub- the shits the who shits. haven't played. There's two teams that haven't played yet. Due so, to the uh, schedule. But give me, give me, give me blue chips, man. I like blue chips a lot. Like, they're, they're fun to watch, and um, man, we've seen them go on incredible runs before. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think it's going to be a great team. I just don't want to write out the unknown quantities just yet. I think there's, there could be something there. The magicians and Olympia performance didn't play well in the first, in the first week. They got mm. destroyed. That doesn't mean the team that scored your girlfriend or scored your GF, if you want to keep it could be good they have a lot of good guys on this team they have i mean it's the division it's that division two team that they had with um what's that name last winter that not that one division two team that couldn't play well because they have Francois Rochelle on the team that put him in division two but never played with them oh right um and they got cracked uh, that's them but they had yeah. Arnaud Desjardins as their quarterback so if Francois Rochelle actually plays for this team all their pieces are there, and Arnaud mm-hmm. Desjardins plays as their quarterback, and they do have a quarterback because that was the most thing. Is they have great receivers, great DBs, but no quarterback in Division Two. This could be a strong team. They just haven't played yet, so we don't know. Yeah, that's true. Dirty Dogs. I know this has been one of those unpredictable forces of nature. They've unfortunately been more predictable, but it hasn't worked in their favor um, in previous seasons. Um, I know they've been more successful of late, but I think I still think that it's um, it's going to be difficult for them. And and Ryan Lewandowski's improving. It's just he's improving. He has a team that needs to play at at a high division to to fit, and it's just it's hard to learn in Division Three. I think it's it's the problem with Division Three when you're not just trying to learn, but trying to be a mobile quarterback that makes plays with his legs first. Is you're going to face Good rushers or a team with a very fast guy that are going to say, you need to play rusher this game because you need to shut this down. They understand what they're facing and they're good enough to understand that I can't play corner this game because I'll be more viable as a rusher. Whereas if you're playing, say, Division 6, all the guys are going to say, I don't want to play rusher anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? So you see more of these selfless players that understand that I'm going to have a bigger impact as a rusher and shut Ryan Leninowski as a runner down. Let him throw 35 times and we're going to win this game. Uh, like... I know this team really watches this with great intentions. The studs, the huge studs. fans. They they, they thought love we, you. They well, they love me because I picked them. No, just, what happened was you're a coward, and <laughs> you made some strong statements that you immediately backed away from as soon as the I fa- never picked against them. No, no, I always like these guys. No, that's yeah. not uh, Samuel Cano is just not any good. He's terrible. He's the that's not me. That was Simon Dashie. No, I don't no. understand why you ever played for Calabang. No, that was no, you. That was and then me. the following Can week, we get the film on that, please? I never badmouthed Samuel Caron. Oh, you did. You backtracked. I'm so pretty hard. sure I can find you badmouthing. Go, go <laughs> find it right now, please. That's another team that could have been in Division Four, but decided to move up in Division in Division Three. Because Samuel Caron is a stud quarterback. Samuel Caron fits in Division Four as a quarterback. Uh, are your Achilles still intact from all that back? Uh, no, hey, no, it's, it's, hey, it's, it's he's about to pop it. The the team most likely fits in Division Four. It they would be a absolute contender in Division Four. Division Three, 
I think this season they'll be good because there's a lot of ex- last season was learning for them. Samuel Cohen was making mistakes because it was his first season. He's a great thrower of the football, but as a play calling quarterback, he was making well, mistakes. He's had, he has two new. seasons behind him now. Yeah, because he's new. I think I think he's learned, and I think he'll we'll see a very good version of Samuel Cohen. I, I also think this is not last winter's division three was more was stronger more stronger was stronger than it is this season and i think a team like the listada is going to run away with a very strong record by the end of the season all right what about the freshmen just for context purposes because i noticed this when checking the uh, the forfeits this week their offensive cap is 441.4 making them eligible for division four yet for some reason they registered three no quarterback restrictions That's my that right stuff. there because they wanted to as we call studs. And then they lost 32 nothing. Oh, After freshman, you mean? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant and, uh, studs. This, this refreshment, remember with refreshment again, what was their backstory once again? They got ripped. They registered for Div-A. Division A because right. it was the only spot available and got killed, naturally. Yeah. yeah. Is. And uh, they were like, no, we loved it. We want to come back. We're like, okay, cool. And then they registered for three, and then they got killed week one. So, in theory, are they really like a Div 5A team then? No. Th- so... So looking at this team, it's the exact same thing that they had in the, the spring season division eight. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, they have some very good players individually. They're all very good players. A yeah. lot of them are young. They're not necessarily the tallest guys, but they're good. They're very strong individually, and they're learning the game well. And they're getting much, way better than they were before. The problem is, if you play in division one, two, three, even four, if you don't have a, a good quarterback to lead your team, you're not gonna win. I was gonna say games. they should probably peruse the fields and watch some division four games and pick up someone who's a div- four quarterback who can compete in Div three. There's this one guy in Division four called Simone Shine who doesn't play in Division three. They should just give him a call. Yeah, and freshman will be. Very what what, what commission should they not give uh, Simone Shine a call? Yes, yes also. absolutely. Also. I think he, I think a team like freshman Simone Shine would excel with because it's the type of receivers that he likes to play with. Small guys underneath, fast, that resembles a little bit the way Jagerbaum used to be. I think that this would be a great fit and it would allow freshmen to be competitive week in and week out. Okay. Fair enough. Man. There's probably other options, but no, it's the first one I thought about. All right. Uh, it's now time for our predic- predictions here, our finals predictions uh, for Division Three in Conference A. Should I list the teams again, boys? Or we we have it. Okay, We're perfect. So who, who do you have repping? We have it. Okay. <laughs> yes, we have it. Uh, perfect. Uh, who do you have repping Conference A in the finals in Brossard, Quebec? Lightweight. No, I'm just <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so like, rude. Give me, give me a stud. I think uh, they make a huge jump this year. Okay. And for you, Simon? Uh, I can't go. Looking at this roster and looking at our team's play, I can't go against Brotherhood. All right. Conference B. Who do you have repping that side? The Alpha T's. It's so boring. I know, but that's what they do. Have they become they, like the Montreal's finest of like the lower divisions of this wrecking team? To a degree, yes. Uh, but um, they're moving up. I gotta give them credit. They're moving up each season. Every season, they they go as high as they can, uh, as low as they can, as low as they fit, which is forcing the system forcing them to move up. But but you see it in like a negative way. They're actually moving up. But you yeah. see it as like, well, you know, they're ducking a high division. It's not the case. No, but they, to be fair, last winter is last winter. They tried to play in the. They they played three and four. And they didn't, or it was two winters ago, and they didn't make, like, the, their Division three team was not good. Yeah. So it was fair for them to move back down. Um, I'm going to go with blue chips against the Brotherhood. Okay. 
just uh, one thing for Alpha T's. Um, so many of you might know this. We changed the rating algorithm this last uh, season to change them for winter. Alpha T's was actually one of the groups that we analyzed to see where we kind of expect them to fit certain players, how much they should increase or decrease. Uh, and we actually consulted with certain teams to get that feeling. So when we actually re-ran our algorithm, it matched what we were expecting. So they're supposed yeah. to be Div 3 according to the yeah. way we looked no, at it. Fair. And it's exactly where we think they're going to do well. All right. Who do you have winning in Div 3, gentlemen? You have give me Alpha Tees because they don't lose championships. So, so if it's Brotherhood against the Alpha Tees, I believe Alpha Tees will find a way to win that game. Because that's the thing they do. But if Brotherhood plays against Blue Chips, Brotherhood are going to destroy Blue Chips because they just have the right matchups. Well, yeah, because they can. They it's can it's rush, just they can purely based back. on matchups. They're gonna have. They're gonna win across the board. So, to me, Division Three is gonna come down to who plays who more than is there one team that's gonna beat everybody. Maybe the Bearskins will factor in. I don't disagree with you. They have with the return of Sasser Papage, it gives them back what they use, like the prestige that the Bearskins used to have. Who didn't play, by the way, in the first game? Nobody's back. I saw him on yeah. uh, Sunday, um, Wednesday. Sorry, and uh, so it's they finally have the pieces that made it success- successful in the past. Hopefully, they haven't they've in, improved since individually. Circle it on your schedule. Week three, Sunday, January twentieth, in Lachine, Blue Chips. Bearskins. That should be a fun game. That should be a fun game. Uh, a reminder, guys who are playing St. Laurent Monday nights, look out for an email from the FPF due to uh, a schedule glitch, which will now have games that were supposed to be on Monday now rescheduled for later on in the season. Uh, Eagle, when will those games be played? Um, it is the week of March 18th. So, it's the Monday and the Wednesday, the date site. So the week of March 18th, the Monday and the Wednesday. Be aware for those who are playing Mondays in St. Laurent in this division. Uh, magic words, please, boys. I'm happy that Netflix has added Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Isn't Bad Boys 3 coming out? It's January. Yeah, Bad Boys 3 is coming out. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Is it 3 coming out? Yeah. yeah. When's well, it coming out? Some point. I don't know. They've been talking about it for years. 2020? Yeah, it's soon, though, no? They, they're, they're, the script's still... I mean, 2020 is soon. The script is, like, all but set, though. Yeah, but then you have to film it. And produce it. Okay, yeah, relax it. there. So, 2021. Who's who's the Mike Lowry between you two guys? I'm, not, I'm Mike Lowry. Oh, yeah. Say it. Stop. Say it then. See, you don't even know the line, <laughs> so therefore Stop. you can't be Mike Lowry. Stop. Mike Lowry. I can do whatever I want. I can be whoever. Good night, UCF. Like, have you even seen oh, it? UCF? Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't. Like you were, you were probably like, you weren't allowed to go. Like your, your parents just said no. It's day, not my fault. I'm not 45. Please. To this day, you haven't watched it because like, oh, well, my parents aren't allowed. Please, it's not my fault. I'm not 35. Yeah, and you can watch it now. But what about the it's fact on that Netflix, bro? I just told you. <laughs> We're gonna find some homework tonight. Bad boys. No, I have things to do. I have it.